Welcome to the Anime BS Podcast. Today we are doing a uh, video game cast. Yes, yes, yes. Where we usually like once a year or something we do a game cast. I mean, yeah, usually around, you know, the big E3 announcements or whatever. In this case, Game Fest and all the surrounding announcements they had this month, which... There's enough to justify a podcast for. I mean, yeah, like E3 was absolute trash the last time they had it and there was hardly anything. But uh, this, you know, between Game Fest, which is probably the least impressive out of all the things. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say that, but I mean, like they, they had some interesting stuff at Game Fest and all the surrounding events that they kind of incorporated with it. It was um, quite a lot of different like. Fest, you know, like fests and stuff like that. Like the Xbox Bethesda showcase was probably yeah. the most hype one, I would say. Uh, Sony State, Sony State of Play at the start of the month. I mean, we yeah. usually talk about those, um, or like the Nintendo Directs, but you know, not too much from Nintendo, surprisingly, this time. But from everybody else, we've got a whole lot to talk about. But before we delve into any of that right there, we would like to take a moment to talk a little bit about a con that we uh, really enjoy attending, uh, run by absolutely wonderful people. Um, uh, We've had so many great experiences over the years at uh, Teco, and um, right now they are experiencing a... um, financial difficulty uh getting their convention underway yeah so they're trying to raise enough funds to get it going this year so we just wanted to bring attention to that real quick yeah they had uh to cancel in 2020 like a lot of different cons did and they uh did a uh, con in 2021 but because of covid protocol in uh pennsylvania It kind of got pushed around and it went all the way up until December and it didn't go as planned. There was a lack of people that were being able to get to the con at the time and it put a real huge financial strain on them. And so they uh, decided that this year that they would uh, do a fundraiser, a GoFundMe account to help pay for the, uh, the convention to get it back up and running get recoup some of those losses that they took in the last couple years um the gofundme is under teco together all one word uh currently they're at about thirty-five thousand out of their goal of a hundred thousand so uh yeah definitely donate to that if you're around there if you it's one thing to keep these uh these cons up and running because you know 2020 and 21 21 could have killed a lot of these cons off and it did for a lot of cons and i just want to see these things continued to be you know going on for years to come and this is one opportunity to keep a local one for us keep going so 
Yeah, we definitely wanted to, you know, talk about it, get the word out there for them. That way they can make their uh, make their obligations to the convention center and, you know, keep going. But yeah, yeah it, it isn't cheap to get those off the ground at all. No, um, a lot of people don't see the, the cost behind it. They were talking about like 2020. They said, you you know, you can see like the refunds and stuff, but you you don't see like all of the unused T-shirts that they had <laughs> made prior right. to the convention being a thing. You know, yeah, you have yeah. all like the uh, the different <laughs> like expenses, expenses that you really don't, don't think, think about. All right. Well, we just wanted to highlight that real quick. Yeah. Um, getting back to the uh, game cast, we um, to start things off, might as well go with this PlayStation State of Play. Yep. That uh, started pretty much um, June 2nd, pretty much very start of the month here. Oh, yeah. Um, a whole lot of interesting stuff. Uh, was kind of announced, but not a whole lot of the interesting stuff was shown. Uh, There's some confirmations of like things that talked about, like the Resident Evil 4 remake. Right. But yeah, the uh, they had plenty of announcements on different like VR2 titles. Uh, some updates on Horizon. Things like that, like there was quite a lot of different like things that they had talked about before. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm kind of wondering, like the VR2 seems cool and all, uh, just not particularly for me. Some of the games. Um, Is this like uh, I, I didn't hear quite quite a lot about VR2. Is it like new hardware? other than like the VR yeah, system. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the the new one that they have coming out that's gonna be a more enhanced version. And uh but the um did they figure out how to make it not fog up as much? Uh I think <laughs> it was gonna be lighter and it sounded like it was better pretty much all around really. But that was um, something with the PS4 one that I quite got a lot was like uh if you had it on and you're doing something physical in which VR, yeah, it's all physical. Uh, the, Still, the I mean, the play, the, <laughs> the um, I mean, like, like the Oculus or the Vive or any of the VR in particular get like a little bit cumbersome, yeah. uh, a little hot, you know, a little bit stuffy to stick it, you know, be. Yeah. Moving around in after a while, uh, but like the PlayStation one was a little bit lighter and a little bit easier to yeah. use in general. But still, like, um, yeah, uh, I ended up using like an anti-fog spray and kind of cleared that up pretty quickly. But I mean, I'm not like it. I feel like you know can only do VR stuff for like maybe an hour, or, you know, <laughs> hour and a half or whatever, and then it's just like whatever. And I just don't, you know, feel like playing a lot of stuff that way. But you know, like there's there's some cool VR games like I like to scare family family um, members with horror games. <laughs> um, 
I mean, yeah, they had a few cool ones like the they they had a one piece one on the PlayStation Four. They also yeah, had, had uh, they had a Fate one. They had um uh, uh Bison Wolf. <laughs> there there's a couple interesting concept ones. Uh, oh, they they did say that uh, Horizon <laughs> has a uh, has one called Call the Mountain. Well, from, that's from that. that's what that's why I bring it up because yeah. you know, that's how they literally started off this showcase was with their VR lineup. Yeah, I was wondering if that is something you'd be considering as somebody who has played through both Horizons. It's something like I don't know. Like, there's a bunch of different VR games. Like, there's there's games that I've played that have a VR title to them that I haven't really sought out um like i played a lot of the borderlands games i know there's a borderlands vr game but i'm not like jumping at the bit to go try it it's like i like playing those games i just don't it, it's more of a novelty for me it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean there's some stuff that i really like yeah, like seeing yeah. a beat saber or something like that but yeah <laughs> Yeah, I just like, don't have yeah. the room anymore for like a lot of VR games. Like you have to have like a whole setup to to be able to play a lot of these VR games. Um, uh, they I did mean, have a uh, Spider-Man like talking about the uh, they're trying to get more onto the PC. I seen that. Yeah, uh, I mean, Sony was talking about how they wanted to make three hundred million. An extra bucks uh, over the course of a year to uh, through PC gaming, and they were gonna like port over a butt ton of their lineup, um, like a but like almost all their stuff's gonna be on PC eventually. Like they they've confirmed a while ago, Ghost of Tsushima's coming. We yeah. already have Days Gone, God of War, the First Horizon, uh, Death Stranding, but they had Five O Five handle that port. Um, uh, as a big company, don't leave money on the table. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I mean, it's like, I mean, they put up the first Spider-Man on PC now. I'm sure six months yeah. down the line, we'll have Miles Morales on PC also. Yeah. But the best part is, I probably could run them at uh, you know 4K and at 60 FPS. Not two things you could do at once on the PS5 version. Which it's like I on PS5 when I play it, it's we have performance mode where it's you could get 4K, but you're going to be stuck at 30. I mean, I'm sorry, that's not performance. Uh, performance modes when you get 60, but you're at 1080, or you could do 4K at 30 FPS. Now you know on PC, get the best of both worlds. You know, but yeah. Uh, now I know there's something you really want to talk about from this. And that's yeah. definitely the Street Fighter. Absolutely. Um, so as a big you Street can, you Fighter. You can call me and saying I have a lot to talk about. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I do. And I mean, after this announcement, they Capcom like would not stop. Like they continued and continued and continued to give more details about this game. So from June 2nd to now uh like mid-june like uh it's come to light like the mechanics of the game uh all the different systems that it has um uh 
here they didn't announce it, but um, uh, they had the Gal trailer at the uh, Summerfest, and we got to see gameplay of him and his moves. Uh, we got to watch literally hours of people test out and playing this game yeah. with the five characters. Um, uh, we already had, like almost right after this announcement, we had a leak list come out of the 22 characters that the game's supposed to be launching with. But at the time, all we had was like this trailer. And um, when the trailer came out, they had this um, almost like a conquest mode in Mortal Kombat uh, get shown off where, where you had some dude running around and sure you kidding boxes. And, and it's like, <laughs> wait a minute. So, like, I mean, I'm hoping not a butt ton of the development went into this uh, uh, when, you know, there's a game for, you know, like the actual fighting mechanics to be focused on and whatnot. But I mean, it's safe to say that, I mean, this game's been in development for a super long time. I mean, that's been known, but yeah, why it, wouldn't you call it Street Fighter without randomly walking through streets? But yeah, I mean, I feel like nobody <laughs> asked for that mode. And I mean, when you look at how five came out so bare bones, you know, it almost seems like a waste of time but to be putting to find a, all the collectibles, putting a story mode in like break that. all the boxes, the I, box I mean, boxes I, to get I, the collectibles. But honestly, I think it's fine yeah. seeing how like um, well put together the base game play actually is when you're in your actual side scrolling fights. That's what matters most to me. And I just feel so reassured seeing like how the actual combat plays out. Uh, it, like the Street Fighter uh, with the uh, little uh, gotcha machines like in Shenmue. <laughs> I mean, potentially uh, that might be in there, but um, but I mean, you know, I, I feel like nobody was asking for like some kind of conquest journey mode. But uh, as long as like, you know, the narrative in the game still tight, like the, the combat system looks excellent. The character models look good. There's not too much to complain about it. Um, so, I mean, I'm excited for it. I'm, this is probably one of my most anticipated games right now. Uh, uh, best, out of, best out of this showcase, um, the Resident Evil 4 that they showed, I felt yeah. didn't show enough of what I wanted to see. Like, I mean, I expected it to look really pretty like RE3 and RE2 remake. But, um, uh, real like I, I heard a while ago that like they scrapped a bit of it because it was too similar to the original four. And I mean, I, I understand they want to like, you know, modernize it a little bit and whatnot. But at the same time, like, I mean, there were some changes they made in three remake that kind of bothered people. Toward, yeah. toward toward the end and like they kind of shortened up the game a little bit so i'm kind of hoping that you know by modernizing for a little bit they're not going to uh take away some aspects people really liked of the I, campaign but i um, think in state of play they were they were going to show you a little bit of the resident evil remake but i think it was mostly there to showcase a lot of their vr content for like village and stuff so yeah, it's, and I mean, it's, like, that's what it seemed like to me. And I mean, VR for Village looked good. Yeah. I mean, 
uh, VR. Well, I mean, I mean, I'm probably not going to replay Village in VR, but like the Capcom showcase, uh, they decide to show more of Resident Evil Four and more Village. We'll get to that when we get to that, I guess. Um, you mean the character with that ahead? Yeah, like the character model <laughs> for uh, um, Ethan Winters didn't really have a head on it at all in the initial game. Like, uh, so, you know, they had to design an actual character model for it for the newly added third person mode, which is probably one of the most exciting things that happened at the Capcom showcase was the addition of a third person mode for the game. And it's like, well, I don't know if I want to play through it again. I mean, playing it in third person definitely would be preferable to first for me, since I, I kind of like third person better. But, you know, yeah. um, but uh, uh, but also they had uh, Final Fantasy 16 in the show. Yeah, this year. that's what I was about to say. Uh, a lot of people were comparing that to like Devil May Cry from the footage they're uh, cranking out. And I mean, uh, Gosh, I, I, I've seen PC Gamer even put up like an article like turn based Final Fantasy is dead. And, you know, like <laughs> and it's like, yeah, that's kind of true. I mean, we, we've kind of got to the state between like FF7 remake, uh, Final Fantasy Origins from Team Ninja, um, uh, Final Fantasy 15, where that pretty much we're no longer in a turn-based battle system for Final Fantasy. But kind of like how Yakuza's kind of transitioned from uh, being an action game to being an RPG. And, uh, and now, now um, Judgment is their action game series. I feel like there's a bunch of titles that still kind of fill that turn-based void for Square. I mean, they still have the Dragon Quest and the Dragon... Um, yeah, they have the Dragon Quest titles. They have um, uh, Octopath Traveler. They have um, Bravely Default, which is basically um, got, you know, items with the same names and stuff as Final Fantasy, but... Yeah, like slightly different battle system. I mean, most of the Final Fantasies have a little different battle system than one another, but yeah, but uh, yeah, like, uh, you know, there's other IPs to kind of take up the turn based mantle. Uh, like they just had Str Triangle Strategy come out, which is kind of like a Final Fantasy tactics. So, I mean, you know, like there, there's a lot of, you know, pixel old school RPGs that can, you know, fill that void, even if like Final Fantasy proper has transitioned to uh, action <laughs> games. Uh, definitely, there were a lot of like different games that they announced in state of play as well, like the Callisto Project. Uh, that was the uh, Callisto Protocol. It's the protocol, uh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, but it's a, it was the ones from the Dead Space ones, right? Yeah, it's uh, from like a bunch of the former Dead Space developers, yeah. and it's you considered really to be a spiritual successor to Dead Space. Yeah, just by watching it, it's like I watched it. Like, I thought it was. <laughs> it looks a lot like Dead Space, and you know yeah. what's the weird part is 
you have this coming out in December, and then in January we have a remake of the first Dead Space coming out. Like yeah. it's way close to one another. Uh, it's um, but I mean, a lot of people didn't like the direction of Dead Space Three, so I kind of yeah. feel like the franchise is going to have a bad taste in some people's mouths still from that. At least Callisto Protocol being a new IP could start fresh. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, we had some stray cats in this one, too. I was happy to see that stray is going to be included in like the PlayStation premium tiers um, uh, is free. So, I mean, that was probably one of my more exciting things in the press conference that in the, you know, Street Fighter <laughs> six, we were kind of expecting to be shown. But so we're yeah. going to take my money to PlayStation. I want my cyberpunk cat. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could pre-order that game right now on yeah. Steam or whatever, or you know, I could just you know get it on PSN, you know. But uh, it's, I heard a uh, lot of people going to like the uh, the premium. Some people going to extra, but I yeah, I went to that too. Um, oops, it's uh, I feel like it's actually well worth it, even though like there's a bunch of titles that almost feel like shovelware in there. There's a lot of like obscure good games, though, too. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of interesting JRPGs. Like if you're just like looking at like random stuff that you, to like actually give a try. I feel like this service yeah. is great for that. It's you like, could also go, like go to that for like a short while, play some of the games you really want to do and then just downgrade back to regular. I feel like it's almost like a rental shop. Like you go in there and it's like, like, oh, it. Yeah, it's like when I went into the movies uh, uh, <laughs> stores and I would be like, oh, let's see what titles they have here. Oh, maybe I'll give this a try. Like, I mean, regularly? No, I don't think I'd uh, play Ratatouille on the PS3 or Brave or stick in G-Force, that hamster CG movie game. But, yeah. you know, Sony has it on there. Uh, Toy Story 2. Uh, it's like, man, I don't know who asked for this, but, you know, they're there. It's like somebody putting like a crate of old PlayStation games at your feet and saying, like, you can play all these, all the games in this box if you want. Just give me five bucks. But, but I mean, there's like legitimately good stuff in there, like Wonderful 101. And like, I mean, a lot of the good stuff I already have, but, uh, but you know, they have Wonderful 101. You know, you got the Dark Clouds. You got the Jack and Daxters. You got... Final Fantasy 7, 8, 9, Oh, absolutely, yeah. Like, it would have been, like, the, uh, you know, hindsight. But if the service was, like, launching, like, two years ago at this point, you know, yeah. that would have been a game changer for PlayStation because everyone was stuck at home and there's... What over a hundred games right there that you could just give them a little bit more money and have them play it. I mean, in some ways, it's like I see how it's similar and not uh, similar and different to Game Pass. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, because like with Game Pass, a lot of the stuff I play on Game Pass are newer titles, unless it's like Microsoft first party stuff. Like there's, if I wanted to go back to the old Gears of Wars or Halos or um, yeah any of like the Bethesda stuff that's just gonna you know always be up there but then there's like news titles to try out like yeah. um uh 
so many stinking games. Oh my gosh. Like, uh, every month there's at least like two or three things that like try out day one. So um, it's, it's, yeah. you know, like if you want to play stuff day one, game pass is pretty strong option, but yeah, you know, like the library for PlayStation is pretty, pretty sizable too. which in the hundred nights, uh, a wonderful one-on-one just, bunch of just random jrpgs um but it will be changing you'll have a lot yeah. of new things added yeah um, i mean yeah they're definitely gonna add stuff down the line but to start off with i mean you have almost 200 titles here i mean it's yeah yeah it's pretty sizable um they had uh the roller skating game from world seven. Oh yeah uh, that um that's actually like August 16th, so that's not that far away. What was it's it? Like a roller Dome. Roller yeah, Dome. Roller Dome. Okay, yeah. Yeah. That, um, that, that looked pretty cool. Yeah. They, then they had like a whole bunch of like indies at the end of the show. They had like, uh, what was it? Uh, that game from Foxy Fantasy, the Fantasy RPG Tunic. Uh, Scavengers yeah. Seasons. Uh, yeah, there was a whole bunch of different. If you like, want to play Tunic, that's on Game Pass right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's but, like there was a lot of like indie stuff at the end of that show. But uh-huh. yeah, definitely. Definitely was like a good show to watch that state of play. Yeah, yeah it I wasn't mean, as big as Xbox. Xbox. No, no. Like usually, usually, usually I feel like Sony has the strongest this time around. Like Microsoft was flexing hard. Like, I mean. It's like they held off for like a gigantic reveal of like a thousand games. It's like almost almost every title they're like play day one on Game Pass. That was they've (laughs) been doing that for the last few years, you know. But it was like like after every trailer, and it was like, okay, when they actually don't say don't play day one, you know it's not actually gonna be a day one (laughs) available now. But I mean, they they remember uh, their Xbox exclusive thing, the Xbox exclusive. Yeah, yeah. But the the big gimmick this year was they said, like, we're just going to roll out a butt ton of trailers, do something different this year. Every Mm -hmm. title we have here is going to be out within the next 12 months. So, I mean, you know, so that that alone was pretty exciting that it's like there's not going to be a huge weight gap on some of this stuff. They had a Bethesda with Redfall. Uh, Redfall seems kind of interesting. Like you have. um, I felt like it was kind of like the situation I have with Forspoken, where I have a really cringy MC talking during the trailer. (laughs) But like when if you could get past that, you know, you've got an interesting like vampire shooter that looks like. It might be taking place in a fairly open city with yeah. like um, some crafting and like different like uh, inventory options. And like, I don't know if this is like a four player co-op thing where, you know, you can switch out between whatever of the four main characters you want type deal. Like they didn't go too far into specifics, but from what I seen, it looked interesting. Uh, yeah what do you think about it it was 
But I mean, it was like it was like a mix of like fantasy with like the first person shooter type of thing going on with Redfall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like in like some area that basically got domed off, like filled with vampires or whatever. And oh yeah, the uh, the uh, island. <laughs> um, it was nice seeing Silk Song in here. Uh, the uh, successor to Skull Knight. Oh, yeah. So, like you a, know, a rabbit. <laughs> it looks like a rabbit to me. I'm sorry. Sticking a Skull Knight. Hollow Knight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say it's Sorry. It's, you know, I've been thinking of Skeleton Knight, and, you know, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah. You can play uh, day one on Game Pass. Hey, uh, yeah. <laughs> you can play Silk Song Day one on Game Pass. You can. Um, also, I mean, they, they have Hollow Knight also on the new PlayStation. I'm looking forward to Silk Song. Like, Hollow Knight's cool. Uh, and you have the Rick and Morty high on life. <laughs> this was probably one of my favorite FPS trailers of I'd the like uh, Team of Squanch. It's maybe it's because I like Rick and Morty. <laughs> I mean, like, Rick and, and I Morty, like their last I, game. Rick and Morty, I don't find particularly funny, but like I thought, like the stuff in this trailer seemed pretty funny. And I like, like the I like the talking guns, the art direction, and yeah, the the stabby knife that mm, sticking like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, all your guns are talking to you and junk. I mean, the title "High on Life." I mean, I like I, you know, it's another one of those games where it's like constant interactions with a protagonist, but yeah, it's. I feel like the humor lands a lot better here than whatever we were seeing in Redfall. Uh, but <laughs> the the next thing they came with was like all of the different things for like League of Legends and Valorant, uh, Legends of Ruterra. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like so you know, sorry for all you guys who've been grinding forever on League of Legends to unlock all your champions. Yeah, we're gonna just unlock everything. Yeah, I mean it's good for me, but you know I don't. But when I when I when I asked Pietro how he felt about this, because like he was just bringing up to me like a few weeks ago how he thought he finally was going to have every champion unlocked in League of Legends. Would include the word "fuck." No, no, he's he he basically <laughs> said he he said well he's like it doesn't affect me because you see I feel like it. Uh, it's good that they had him grind to to experience each of the characters or whatever. And it's like, well, I mean, yeah, you can still do that, but you know, I'll have like each of the characters to test out up front. You know, it's. But I guess it does optimize the matchmaking, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's like, well, you have all the uh, characters unlocked. It's yeah. Yeah, I mean, it definitely it opens up the game for you, even though it does kind of. Yeah, it feels like you get slighted as like a as a longtime player. Yeah, yeah, who's invested hours and hours and hours and gems to unlock. Like I've probably like unlocked maybe two or three people in my time ever with League of Legends, (laughs) and now and it's like I was into it for a little bit, but it was like I would say I was. Like more in the other games, yeah. Than, like I probably yeah. have like fifteen or twenty matches tops under my belt in League of Legends. Yeah. I mean, I 
Like, there's other stinking MOBAs I play and stuff. But, you know, having the full lineup, it's like, yeah, sure, I'll revisit it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, um, the Plague Tale. The Requiem. Uh, did you ever play the first Plague Tale? Plague Tale's pretty neat. I'm not. Uh, a, I'm not. I haven't played it. I, I had seen I it. It looks neat. I just it yeah. wasn't one of the things that I had I played mean, before. I mean, it's it's kind of a little bit of a puzzle game uh, in some regards. I like puzzles. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, as long as you don't mind that, you know, it's. Yeah. It looks yeah. like the trailer has you like hiding a lot. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Was uh, that present in like the first game or was it more of a stealth fighter or was it just uh, like puzzles and stealth? I mean, it was a little bit of that. I mean, there was some combat thrown in too, but that wasn't like a big, big. I mean, like they had some sections that were absolutely like loaded with rats and you try to, you know, move the rats. <laughs> yeah. And get through the sections without getting, you know, massacred. Yeah. But it, it the plague. Was, yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, uh, they had Forza. a whole big thing, yeah. Forza of Motors, the the motorsport game. Oh boy, yeah. They're like talking about how like the weather affects your vehicle and how you drive, how every individual scratch on your car will be rendered, and how this is super realistic. And then later in the presentation, we get to see Forza X Hot Wheels with you doing like the tracks where you're sticking spinning <laughs> around in circles and it's like well that seems like something you do with hyper realistic vehicles with hyper realistic physics but i mean you know outside of the you know like the hot wheels content it seems like if <laughs> pretty legit <laughs> uh what else did they have they had the uh flight the simulator yeah the anniversary of flight simulator and they decided to give you the Pelican from Halo, which I'd be so much more excited about if, like, right now I wasn't, like, traumatized every time I see something Halo-related after they made that Paramount show. Um, you, you back up into, like, the... the, the <laughs> and all you see is uh, Master Chief's ass. I mean, it's like... <laughs> gotta dissociate myself with the Halo IP pretty hard now. It's... 343 has kind of dra- drug it through the mud just too much. Yeah. And then, you know, they collaborated on that travesty. And yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, Flight I Simulator, you know, yeah. pretty cool. Uh, the next one was something that I kind of looked forward to is uh, the Overwatch 2 one. Because back in I- the day, like when Overwatch first came out, I was real big into it. I kind of fell off the wagon for a while. Like, I think after like a few of the new characters got released, I don't know why. I just I have a I have a friend who has like forty plus days into it, and it's like I mean like that's how much playtime he has through it, and he has like everything unlocked. So I mean I know exactly why I kind of fell in and out of Overwatch. Um, like initially I played it a lot. I played the betas and stuff for it. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I have the collector's edition of it, like still in my room, just, yeah. you know, on display with the like soldier 76 and all that junk. But, uh, I have a thing, bunch of the pop figures. Uh, the thing is, 
what really did it for me was when we got into the cosmetic loot boxes and the limited time events that uh, got yeah. like ridiculous like you have x amount of time to do this i think and- that's what happened with me too because if you ever looked at my playstation thing is i like the completionist i'm like i like to be the completionist it's it, it get 100% on the game and on Overwatch it was like well you better be playing like a thousand it, games over the course of these two weeks it didn't this. help that I was playing it on two different versions too I had it on PS4 and PC well there so, you go yeah. you burn yourself out twice as fast yeah um yeah it's, it's like, like I'm I not- can choose really you could pick pick one <laughs> or the other it it uh, now nowadays what the, are they doing a crossplay on overwatch 2 or is it going to be just like I'm not sure if crossplay was I, i'm pretty sure that the um they're still against you playing against people with mouses but here's the thing uh with overwatch 2 um there are some good aspects to talk about they yeah. they um today today Ta-da. not then but today they announced no loot boxes Loot boxes are gone now. What the fuck are you supposed to do in the game? Probably pay for your cosmetics. Well, then fuck that game. <laughs> it's like, really, it's like loot boxes were like the only thing that like it had going for like just playing the get loot boxes. Now, you know what else? Um, the game's free to play. So, yeah, I know it's free to play now. Yeah. So, I mean, that it is nice having that, a physical that, copy of your that, game. That is going to help them a lot, though. Um, you know, they'll probably have a physical they'll probably have a physical edition that now, comes did they with say anything with, Is there anything like is so what's the system now that the loot boxes are gone? I don't I don't know. I, like I said, I think they're just is, gonna, it, is it gonna be achievement based cosmetics? I'm assuming you're gonna have some achievement based, and I'm assuming that you're gonna have some actually sticking by this junk because they gotta stop justify the game somehow being free to play. Because that's even with the, loot yeah, boxes, it was the, nice to like be able with, to have the with, chance. Of it. With the game being free to play, I'm kind of wondering if like maybe some of the tacked on modes they'll make you pay for. I know. Like, I do know that, it, you know, it's going to have uh, like an actual co-op and campaign mode stuff now. I feel but, like so uh, maybe they'll just... make maybe they'll have you drop 10 bucks on those additions or maybe new maps or something. Yeah, I feel like that this game. I feel like they're going to get your play some way. Yeah, when this goes free to play, there's going to be a drop off point for a lot of players, and I think it depends on how they construct it. And right now, we don't have a lot of idea of how they're going to construct the game. A lot of people of the actual gameplay portion of the game were a lot of the feedback was pretty negative. Because, like, it's five on five now instead of six on six. So, like, the emphasis on the tank's more important. And, yeah. like, um, you know, so, like, there's big meta shifts and whatnot. And also, just, like, the game's very the same-ish. Even the menus look almost exactly the same from the beta. Like, a lot of people are saying this seems like Overwatch 1.1 instead of actually an Overwatch 2. Now, when they were talking about like Overwatch 2 at the beginning, before they had any of like the characters, I thought they were going to do a complete like player overhaul where like every character is new and new metas and new new ideas. But 
it seems it's like, oh, here's all the characters. And we're just going to add a few more. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, like they have some minute changes to like the existing roster, but because like a brand new roster would have been a really neat thing to see, like because everybody gets used to like the characters and how they handle and giving yeah. like 16 plus new characters. I know it's a lot of work yeah. to do in and the this, background. And, well, this but game's they, also been in development forever. <laughs> then there's no excuse. <laughs> but, um... Hit two plus years and you get like... Almost the same game. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... The, I'll still play it. Free to play, I'll try it. Yeah, free to play, I think that was a good decision. Depending we can definitely like, still try it out. Um, depending um, on how they try to monetize the game, it's then it all... But, uh, like, you and me have discussed before, like, how we're probably just going to move over to the uh, Gundam Evolution game and play yeah. that since it's like an Overwatch clone that looks yeah. better. So With what's Gundams? the new characters? It's the, the Wastelander, right? The, the junk queen, yeah, I think it's junk queen or something. Is like it? That. No, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like she's like the queen of like some faction that lives in the sticking junk land or whatever. I don't know. I mean, so uh, Borderlands. <laughs> they almost look like Borderlands characters. Much. Like they had like the junk queen as playable and they were like ha in the trailer. They had the junk king and some other like rando dude. And it's like, I think they're just going for like the Mad Max. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was it like? Uh, I'm, I'm trying to remember. It was like a civilization type game. They had a couple of those. Uh, Ara. Ara. Yeah. Ara was kind of like a. History untold reveal. Yeah, like it wasn't a lot to like the gameplay. It was more of just like showing off like different things like a, you reshape history based on that. I kind of got like a Civ feel from it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's see, what else was there? Um, uh, you had the uh, Elder Scrolls. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the high, high yeah, the, that it's it's basically <laughs> stuff for Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I really don't care about you know online you know MMOs. So. We, we talked about Teco earlier, which is a convention based in Pittsburgh, and then they talked about Fallout seventy six as the pits, and yeah. it's Pittsburgh. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I did like the trailer and they got rid of a lot of the uh, the things that like when 76 first came out, like they, they got rid of all of the uh, the major criticisms about it. I think a lot of games, it's it's more or less uh, when you have like a launch like that. It's more of uh, like, OK, tell us what we did wrong. We'll try to fix it as much as we can. <laughs> But so far, 76, I've, I've liked what they've done so far it's over the past. What is it? Three years now? Mm. Has it been only a while? Been, has it only been three? I, I'm trying to remember. It's been a while. I think it's been longer than that. But I mean, 
But it was a PS. Well, like for Xbox, so. it's definitely had some growing pains. Yeah, it did. Well, you have plenty of games that like that happens. They release way too early than they needed to be, mm-hmm. and there's all kinds of like the initial problems, and then they, you know, fix it a little bit by little bit. Like, uh, was it Nomad Sky? Yeah, Nomad that, Sky actually yeah. gets better over. Time. <laughs> so it's like, I if a game comes out and it it you know like goes tits up basically, it's like. It, Definitely doesn't mean that it's totally dead on arrival, but it can be fixed, unlike Cyberpunk. <laughs> okay, I mean, like, Cyberpunk gets way too much heat. Uh, Cyberpunk, you know, came out, like, actually half-decent, like, even before they... Yeah, I mean, they, you know, even before they fixed it, like, I mean, there was a lot of bugs. But let me put it this way. It was less buggy than like literally everything put out by Bethesda. <laughs> the The main reason people were so upset about it was it was CD Projekt Red that did it. Who yeah. had got this reputation from The Witcher 3. Um, we, we expect it from Bethesda. <laughs> yeah. So Bethesda, like, it's like, you know, whatever. But CD Projekt Red, how dare you? <laughs> yeah. But like, you know, so was that know. a the next thing they have is an arc or arc one. Is that Vin Diesel? That is Vin Diesel. Like basically Vin Diesel is such Vin a Diesel on a fucking T-Rex. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, you remember like the trailer a few years ago that also had Vin Diesel in it when they like well, initially it's been a few years, but I'm, it's 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 coming back a little bit. But here's here's the thing with that. Like, um, Arc 2 is basically like being produced by Vin Diesel. He's apparently like a super fan of the original arc. So, oh. yeah. So, so it's all, all about the family. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to have like self insert Vin Diesel. And, okay. uh, <laughs> I, I want dinosaurs. <laughs> I mean, I feel like Arc 2, like a lot of people be very disappointed if you can't actually see Vin Diesel's character model in the game now that we've had several trailers with him in it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there were so many games in this one that it was like, I'm just trying to remember all um, of them. Like, Scorn, yeah. Scorn, they've shown a few times prior yeah. to this. Um, it's like that really like fleshy violent uh alien kind of game where you have like all like these pussy limbs and stuff that you uh interact with and organs for like uh completing these puzzles and stuff and like it's um uh they've talked before about how like you know it's mostly about puzzles and horror and how it's not a it's not a shooter even though they're shooting in it so that's not one of the main focuses of it, even though, like, you know, it's a first person puzzle game. Um, it's it's creepy factor. Yeah, see. yeah. Like, you know, survival horror and stuff. I'm just hoping that it's not like agony or something like that, where it's like aesthetically it looks really pretty, 
but gameplay wise, like Friends a lot like of people, shit. Like yeah, like a lot of people didn't like the campaign in Agony. Uh and I mean like the game looked pretty, but yeah, so I hope it doesn't end up like that, but we'll see. Uh you had Flintlock. Yeah. You have your magical fox and your axe. Yeah, I mean, that looks kind of cool, I guess. I mean, not, probably not my <laughs> cup of tea, but. You could see where, like. Yeah. A little action-y, like, kind of shoot them up kind of thing. It's cool. Uh, it's kind of, it looks like a mix of, like, a Horizon kind of game. Then uh, we still had uh, Minecraft, Minecraft Legends, yeah. which is actually like an RTS or some gym. Yeah, they just want to kind of uh, kind of I mean, make it into like a RPG style looking thing. Like it, <laughs> kind of yes. like flush out like the what the creatures and stuff in the Minecraft are supposed to be. So it's it's kind of neat. Yeah. Maybe if I was like 12. <laughs> I mean, it's like, usually I like these kind of games, but because it's Minecraft, I probably won't. <laughs> I wonder how much strategy you have to put into it, though. It's, it says uh, it's a strategy game. You wonder. You wonder. Not a lot. Baby's first RTS. <laughs> like, I mean, sticking when I was a little kid, I'd play like the stinking Jurassic Park RTS. And StarCraft and Warcraft 2 and Warcraft 3. Kids these days singing Minecraft. Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> the, the next game was kind of interesting to me. That's that Lightyear Frontier. Yeah, like where you have like actual mechs on this planet and you're like building a farm. That's Minecraft. <laughs> But he, uh, you, you have a mech. Uh, you have a mech to assist you with planting crops and stinking uh, shooting down trees and stuff. Yeah. In, in Minecraft, not yet. I it's, thought you just did everything with a stupid pickaxe or something. I think of it like you're just uh, cultivating this planet, and then there's the seedy underbelly and Ender Dragon. <laughs> but yeah, that's, it's got like that. Uh, the you have to harvest from the planet, get supplies, and eventually you find like that there's some type of mystery in this world that you're on. Looks neat. I'd try yeah. it. Oh, it's absolutely. Especially since it's day one on day Game one Pass. On game pass. <laughs> Literally, there was nothing on here that didn't have that Game Pass logo on it. Uh, you had the Gunfire Reborn, which had a Game Pass thing on it to shoot them up. That's the thing, though. Like, they could have just put up the logo they, every time they had the dude say it. <laughs> Play with Game Pass. <laughs> Console launch exclusives. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Basically everything on there. Let's see what else was there. There's tons of stuff on uh, there. Benedict, through, like, Benedict you know, Fox was like some kind of uh, stinking. Um, it reminded me so side much. Scroller uh, kind of. Uh, it was like a side scrolling, um, uh, uh, kind of Cthulhu esque. Uh, yeah. Story. I mean, 
It was it definitely reeked of Lovecraft, if anything did. Yeah. Like, it's super Lovecraft inspired. Like, <laughs> um, but, you know, play it game day one it, on with Game Pass. Uh, yeah. Then we had Dusk Falls. Looks like a movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the thing with Dusk Falls, um, real quick. Uh, that was the one that was like a uh, motion comic. Yeah. Which is what just uh, like yeah. pictures that are made into, yeah, like I actual mean, pictures that are. Yeah, like, it almost like looked like it was some kind of weird movie narrative type thing going on. But like, if if you need, if you're not familiar with like with motion comics or like that visual novel type style of that, um, you ever it may seen, not be if, your if, cup if, of tea, kind of. If thing. you've ever ever seen the show on Adult Swim. Tom goes to the mayor. That that's what you're dealing with. Where mm-hmm. you have like cardboard cutouts of people and they have like panel after panel of like that cardboard cutout of the person moving. Tom goes to the mayor's dusk falls coming July 19th. <laughs> Pretty um, much. Yeah. Play a day one when gate pass. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it doesn't look bad, but I was kind of laughing at the fact like this was the only trailer that I seen them put up on screen in gameplay footage. Like you're just watching like sticking visual novel panels go up. That's all right. I've I've done that before in gameplay footage, guys. Yeah. (laughs) Actual gameplay. Well, you had Blade Point with Narca. That's what I said earlier. Yeah, it's was it the Battle Royale yeah. action type games? Yeah. More throwing swords and daggers, killing other people. That's Pent- your cup of tea. That's what you do. The next game, Pentiment, looked really cool. Yeah. That was, um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of like another kind of story in like medieval times. It reminds uh, me of the old like meme format. A little bit. The medieval meme. Yeah, I mean it kind of has that aesthetic look to it. Yeah. Um, Play it day one with Game Pass. Yeah. Uh oh, uh honey, I shrunk the kids the video game. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm, I thought the whole time I was watching that. I was like, this, uh, grounded, this is just, yeah, yeah, grounded is uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah. Giant books. Uh-huh. And now with story. Playing now with Game Pass. But, yeah. Uh, Airman Shadow Legacy. Seems like another RPG that's like whatever. Robots. Yeah, on Game Pass. Oh, uh, the the Necromancer playable character in Diablo Four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Diablo Four looks good, and they're doing what they can to distance themselves from the mobile game, which has you spend up to a hundred and ten thousand dollars to maximize your character. Yeah, 
<laughs> it's been so long since I played Diablo. Like, like I remember the first time I had like a Diablo game. It's like the PC CD-ROMs. Well, you know what's really cool about Diablo Four is they announced that this game's going to have crossplay. So even if you buy it on PS5 and I buy the PC version, we could play together. That's cool. Or um, uh, all they also have couch co-op as a feature for Diablo 4 as well. Does that mean I don't have to leave my couch? That's right. If you have company <laughs> over, you can just have them sit down and stick and play Diablo at your, uh, on your casting couch. They'll never return to your house again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, definitely. I I really they, like I, when I watched this, I was like, I want to play some Diablo. It's been so long since I played Diablo. <laughs> Maybe I'll like wait off and I can do this like big character customization thing they got going for this war. So mm-hmm. I'll look forward to it. I might, I might give it a try. But yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Okay, then we had Seven Seas season seven or something, Jim. Oh, where they sang the whole time? Yeah, they had like a whole musical segment just to let us know that you could name your ship now. You could put fancy decorations in said ship. And <laughs> I'm going to name it something horrible and get banned. <laughs> oh, they did say as long as like there's no profanity. Yeah, but I'm sure there's, you know, some pretty it's, effed up stuff you can still put. Just, uh, yes, the SS slightly racist. <laughs> so, <laughs> Uh, yeah, Sea of Thieves is always a fun game. Now with game, now with Game Pass. Yeah. I mean, it's been with Game Pass. Yeah, now with more Game Pass. Uh, then whatever the heck Ravenlock was, what was that? It was like uh, like through the mirror kind of thing, where like you would. It was kind of like uh, like an Alice in Wonderland meets like eight bit characters. Okay, yeah, that's what that was. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, no, yeah. okay. Um, you remember once you say it, but yeah, it kind of has like those like uh, like Alice in Wonderland meets RPG meets uh, Magica. <laughs> Madoka one- Magica eat your head off in the middle of the thing. That one looked okay. Uh, the next one was Cocoon, which was like this um, uh, a platformer slash puzzle game from yeah. uh, what was the dev that did it again? But it, was, it basically revolved around like moving these balls into different places and uh, to activate different devices and you would shift over from one thing to another to another. It just looked like it was a constant kind of puzzle game. I was trying the- to see if I, I had the. Uh, um, it says it, Annapurna Interactive. Uh, and Geometric Interactive. Uh, from Jeff Carlson, the lead gameplay designer for uh, Inside and Limbo. OK, OK. Yeah, I, I, I do like both those games. Okay. Um, well, that's a lead designer, so. Yeah. Play, you played on Game Pass. Day one. 
this one potentially could have been the best game of the show. I just couldn't tell you from the trailer. Uh, we Long Fallen. Ninja? Yeah, I love Team Ninja. I stinging love Team Ninja. Go Ninja. So, go Ninja. Go. So Wulong Fallen Dynasty. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if this is going to be like Neo. I don't know if this is going to be like Ninja Gaiden. All it but, was was uh, the uh, the scenes from like the cutscenes, so you couldn't really get much from it, like gameplay wise. Right. But it looks neat. Yeah, I I have faith that it's probably going to be pretty stinging cool. You could play a day day one with Game Pass. That's right. <laughs> but I'll probably pre-order it honestly. Yeah. Uh, uh, Persona Game Pass. So these are all games I still gonna have, but hey, it's cool. I could play them on Steam now. Well, actually, Persona Four was already on Steam, uh, but uh, it's nice that they finally get three and five. And I mean, five people have been expecting for Stiggin ever to drop on PC, especially since they went ahead and put the uh, sequel game to Persona Five on there already. Oh, yeah, it was kind of weird having strikers on Steam and not having five. But now, you know, we'll have five Royal on Steam as well. And I can't wait to play all these games on my Steam deck. Uh, Dear Croc, I have a question for you. Yes. You watch wrestling. Yeah. 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 You ever watch like when somebody leaves one show and goes to the other show? And then it's like, holy shit, why is he there? Yeah. It was the same thing with Kojima. Uh, It was funny as heck. Seeing all of the uh, people calling him a traitor, asking about his relationship with Sony. I didn't Uh, know his 90 day release clause was up. He had to release like a statement talking (laughs) about how his uh, relationship with Sony is still really good. And it's like, I don't know if that's actually the case, because, you know, they talked before about like how he had pitched some game and they said no or something. And it's like, he's probably like, fine, then I'll go and get hookers and drugs at Microsoft. Dio Kojima is all elite. (laughs) Uh, But uh, (laughs) the thing is, like, you know, I don't know if this is just a result of, you know, Microsoft being the highest bidder and Kojima being a merc for hire. But I mean, it very well could be that. You know, it's like Sony isn't going to fund this title, so we'll all get Microsoft to fund this title. Yeah, they'll do it. It's basic. I mean, it feels like, you know, Kojima will go to Stiggin wherever, you know, uh, take him. But, you know, like, I'm not not ruling out that he actually still has a good relationship with Sony, but I don't know if that's actually the case, even if he says so. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, it's um but I think uh, the last last thing uh, they talked about was Starfield though. I think. Yeah, I mean I'm looking forward to the Kojima thing, whatever it is, probably, but Starfield no one knows. was the uh yeah, yeah, they didn't show us anything. We're just yeah, he's working with us. Kind of like when they first announced uh that he was working with Sony. It's just like <laughs> you gotta know when he's your hot signee. But uh yeah. No. But yeah, uh back to what you were saying. Uh Todd Sounds Howard. True. Todd Howard with Starfield. Yeah. Uh, and I mean the trailer did look a little bit uh low frame rate. Uh the game does look pretty pretty. I'm sure they had the visuals, you know. Yeah. Old Ultra Maxed on uh, on a ridiculously OP PC. 
and uh, they uh, haven't optimized it yet. But at the same time, you know, I'm confident this game's going to come out buggier than Fallout. I mean, uh, than uh, Cyberpunk. <laughs> uh, but it's but it's fighting in space. It looks neat, though. Yeah, and Todd Howard's talking about how there's a thousand individual planets you could go to. Oh, and it's like where have we know, heard this before. And it's it's like a lot of these planets are probably going to be like super tiny and just like, OK, we all have this is like your planet. This, this planet has one tree. This planet is just here for you to harvest your plutonium. This other planet here is where you get all your jet fuel. This one here is where you get your stinking uh, crystals. This one was home to a rabbit species that only was from one planet. This one, this, <laughs> this, this planet has a this planet has a shrine in a graveyard. Here lies Chewbacca. R.I.P. <laughs> but that was the uh, Xbox show, which was fucking huge. Like, it was so much more impressive than the actual stinking Summerfest thing that Jeff Keighley did. When, like, when the Summerfest, like, the Summerfest thing was still pretty okay. Um, they had yeah. Jeff Keighley come out. Uh, and basically, um, you know, uh, show off the Guile trailer. Um, they had him show off Callisto Protocol. Uh, th- th- that was like one of the first things. They showed off Callisto Protocol uh, gameplay and they had the uh, devs come out. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> And, and we had to talk uh, about how he was such a uh, um, advocate for gaming. Yeah. Well, the next show was the PC gaming show, which had like 40 announcements over two hours. Uh, were there any yeah. titles that you like really stood out for you? Um, there was a couple things in the PC showcase I liked. I liked that, um, that Wizard Tactical Ops kind of, uh, SWAT game. Okay. Uh, whatever the heck that one was called. My favorite game, uh, during the show, Stormgate, Stormgate. Okay, Frost Giant Studios. So for a bunch of Blizzard veterans. Yeah, like these are former guys that worked on StarCraft 2. They worked on Warcraft 3. The. uh, Said they have a beta planned for 2023. Yeah, I actually already signed up for it. Like as soon as they announced that that it was former StarCraft devs that did it. Because yeah. I'm like a big into like the first StarCraft and I enjoyed StarCraft 2 a lot also. Yeah. Um, also Warcraft 3 before we got, you know, the terrible re-release. But uh, but yeah, I signed up for Stormgate pretty much right away after that. And like uh, and then they didn't announce this during Jeff Keighley's thing, but they announced it. Um, afterward. 
uh, during the uh, PC game showcase that it's actually going to be free to play. Yeah. So, you know, Stormgate's going to be free to play. It's going to have a, um, a, a multiplayer mode where you could, you know, play against other people with the different alien factions. And they're also going to have um, uh, a co-op mode where yeah. you could play together. So I'm really staying looking forward to this. Um, I mean, there's got to be, you know, I'm sure they're going to plan on making money through skins or something. There's got to be some kind of end game for making revenue for this. But, you know, I probably would have, you know, gladly shelled out 30 bucks for this game or whatever. Hearing it was free is also just really cool. Uh, yeah, pretty much Stormgate for me was probably my f- favorite thing in the place in the PC showcase. Uh, they also had that really good um trailer for the alex half-life um vr mod uh game that was made by like uh two modders oh yeah that they had to close out the show (laughs) um i mean you know they had some pretty impressive there was a few other like rpgs and stuff that they had in there too and i mean there was some you know gosh (laughs) <laughs> they they had them's fighting herds show back up which is the uh fighting game made by mlp fans that was originally a my little pony fighter and then Uh-oh. yeah it was originally a my little pony fighter and then because of you know hasbro or whatever they couldn't do it so they changed all the character models and then, like, they had, like, the person who designed characters for My Little Pony come in and, like, design the new characters for them and stuff because she was impressed with, like, their fighting game. Uh, they basically announced that they had, like, their third patch or whatever, uh, version 3.0 for that game. And that, like, the pirate goat character that they had for DLC is now free. Uh, that game's big claim to fame is, you know, it uh, has um, is that they like collaborated with the dudes that did Skullgirls uh, to make sure that the game got rollback netcode. So, you know, they have really solid online and they were showing off like their new super moves for all of the animals. <laughs> it's a pretty fun fighting game for what it's worth. I can't say it has like the most intriguing story or whatever, but at least it has a campaign mode. And it has this, you know, pretty tiny cast of characters, but yeah, it, it's a pretty serviceable fighting game for what it's worth. So if you already have it, you know, it's nice having, you know, that DLC content for free now. Uh, and, you know, that's launching on. The, yeah, yeah, they also came to consoles with that. Uh, there was one thing show that we had out of like the hundreds, like game release shows that uh, we had the Netflix Geek Week come up. Uh, that one had quite a few like the games that they're putting on the Netflix app, like the little mobile games. Yeah. And, and they I have mean, like I a bunch really... of mobile games that are, are like based off of like series that run off Netflix anyways. 
a and lot of these mobile games they already had available for you, and so they were just you know letting yeah. you know. Uh, it was more or less less games, but like shows that were based off of games as well. Uh, well, like they had games that were based off of things like The Queen's Gambit. Uh, they had different games like uh, Money Heist and uh, Monopoly. But the the biggest part of the show for me was like them showing like the the Tekken anime. Uh, the uh the dragon age and castlevania ones and then they had like the cuphead yeah i mean the first season of cuphead was pretty decent so castlevania's been kind of decent i wouldn't say so because (laughs) uh did you watch the last two seasons no, but that's probably why. That's why I oh still my have gosh. a positive on it. Oh my gosh. Well, if you I watched watch the, like the I think I watched like the first two seasons. Well, that's understandable then why you would have an okay impression. If you watch uh the last season, you'll probably also come to be like, what the heck? Usually usually I watch the whole season when I come to your house. That's usually what happens. <laughs> and it's like I could imagine that like the last one would have been like well, so what the fuck was that? Oh, uh, it was a straight up dumpster fire. Now uh, I kind of want. We're watching it later. Okay. <laughs> okay. Definitely. All right. Especially when they release this Tekken anime, we're definitely going to watch that. Yeah, I mean for sure we're going to mm-hmm. watch that. Um, in fact, uh, our next cast could look forward to us talking about Spriggan, which will be coming out. That's coming out. Uh, Saturday, the 18th. Oh, yeah. Quit timing me, so I have to edit faster. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) But speaking of the biggest part of it was actually the reason why we're doing the Gamecast now and not like last week is uh, the Capcom showcase. And now recently, the uh, 10th anniversary of Dragon's Dogma and the anniversary for uh final fantasy now here's the thing like when they did the capcom showcase they had already showed off a ton of street fighter you and i watched you rage because they didn't say anything about dragon's dogma it was funny like (laughs) they uh basically like i was i was kind of expecting this that they would for street fighter since they had already showed off so stinking much they really didn't have much to show off in their actual showcase they just showed you like their muscles and some like like uh some rap and you know like some colorful moves. <laughs> yeah, but they had more of that shown in the Sony one and then they would do that again. And then like you know, just you know, watching some fighting game YouTubers and stuff, uh who yeah. are you know playing it for hours yeah. on end at this point and as you know, one just... does. So uh <laughs> then we had um well, let's start off with what they, they originally had uh, at the beginning. Yeah, it was yeah, Monster they, Hunter Rise. Monster Hunter Rise for, you know, okay. the majority of people who are playing uh, Capcom stuff right now. I mean, Monster uh, Hunter's humongous right now for them. They said uh was a Nintendo Switch, PC, and Steam, right? Steam via PC via Steam. Yeah, it, it's it's Steam <clears throat> and Switch. Yeah. And they uh, plan um, to have uh, more uh, 
more and updates. You, surprise, surprise. They were using uh, Steam video, not the Switch version. You Why? Could, you could really tell. <laughs> uh, they said uh, Exoprimal. So Exoprimal, like the first time they had shown this off, I mean, I was saying like it looks like Earth Defense Force with stinging dinosaurs instead. My opinion hasn't changed. Uh, now that we've actually seen, you know, lots of gameplay for it. Uh, I don't know if it's, you know, my favorite thing in the showcase. I was kind of really hoping to see some Pragmata, but, you know, that was not to be, even though that's coming out next year. I mean, most of the stuff here was. Uh, now, when they came to Dragon's Dogma, the funny thing is, is they're like, for the 10th anniversary of Dragon's Dogma, we're going to show you a trailer in three days. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, so, so why so, show up so, here for this like four yeah. hour long press cast? so you know don't you know you, you came to our showcase for you know um uh, the showcase was maybe like 40 minutes if that yeah uh but you know i was like yeah the uh, most people were expecting dragons of dogma 2 to be here psych yeah we'll just release like a thing about dragon dogma 2 um, they, you know, plugged uh, their Capcom fighting collection that, you know, I've already got pre-ordered and waiting on coming. Yeah. Within like the next week. And then uh, we have. Um, I think for the most part on uh, the first one, they just talked about Resident Evil for the most part. Yeah. And that was the big thing. And I mean, it was mostly good for the most part. Like the. um. I can't say that um, Resident Evil's Village's um, DLC seems like particularly super interesting, but... The Shadows of Rose campaign? Yeah, where it's like basically this is years and years later when you're playing as Rose, who was a baby in Resident Evil 8, and like she's... Ex experimenting with in like some kind of dreams world or whatever and like trying to get rid of her special powers or some junk it's it's all kind of weird um <laughs> i mean you could say the same thing for most of re8 and the direction that that went and you know but for the most part the big thing for me was, you know, the RE8 campaign in third person. That's pretty yeah. cool. I like that. Um, they also, for mercenary mode, you have uh, Lady Demetrius. Uh, you have her uh, brother, the dude with a hammer and the who could, you know, control stuff uh, like metals with his magnetic powers and um and chris redfield is playable yeah uh in the merc mode now so that, that you know that's cool and then yeah. they basically released a definitive edition of you know uh re8 village and enhanced editions of um re2 remake three remake 
And they were updating through the like the tree of games for the next gen consoles. Yes. And the funny thing is, too, like they had like a litany of issues with yeah. the um, uh, enhanced versions for the PC with uh, new functions and, uh, you know, like the new ray tracing and all those features and stuff. Yeah. And so some people wanted to, like, go back to older versions and they couldn't. So, you know, Capcom just rolled out today the ability for people to roll back to <laughs> uh, older versions of uh, the game if they wanted to. Well, the one thing you got to give Capcom is they're on top of, you know. Yeah, yeah, they were pretty quick to, you know, uh, fix that situation. And also, you know, this is pretty nice, them offering so much for free. Yeah. Um, well, you get everybody, you know, you know, hype on the new remake of Resident Evil 4, then kind of re release a lot of these old Resident Evils. It gets people like back into it, like, ooh, you know, like maybe before this comes out, I should, you know, play a little bit of the past games. So, yeah, get some ready. Did yeah, you, if you want to talk about the uh, the Dragon's Dogma uh, press conference. No, we haven't yet, but yeah. Okay. Um, so, you know, aside from like revisiting RE7, RE Village 2 and 3 remakes and uh, how they had RE4 yeah. shown off again here, but at the Capcom thing, they decided to show us like actual uh, the environments and uh, Leon Kennedy in them and whatnot. Yeah. And talk about how they had this, uh, how um, the atmosphere is and stuff in the game. And it basically was what you would kind of expect from it to, you know, look like Resident Evil's three and yeah, two's remake. I mean, it still doesn't show me like what they've changed, but you know, we'll see. I'm hoping it, you know, just, it got bigger and whatnot, but yeah, we'll see. Um, now the dragon's dogma bit, it was just literally, this is the 10th anniversary of dragon's dogma. Come watch this trailer on the 16th. So we well, waited. That's and, what I was talking about. The 16th trailer. Yeah. 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 I remember, I remember, uh, it was, Today you said, "Hey, yeah. check it out, Dogma yeah. Two. Yeah, so Electric Yeah, so like everybody expected, we got Dragon's but Dogma they, Two. But they like, made you wait. They made everybody wait. And if it wasn't Dragon's Dogma Two, if I mean, I would have you know expected at least a remaster. Dragon's of the Dogma original. remaster. Even though, I mean, we already technically got that. They but, could technically do that again. But, but you know, yeah. that'd be fine. It was better. Though. Yeah, I mean, like, make <laughs> a remake, you know, first one from the ground up and add all kinds of new stuff, you know? Yeah. I would have been fine with that, too. But, yeah, we got two. Well, do we, but do I was more excited that. about the Square announcements today. Yeah, I was about to say, you were talking about remakes. and. Uh, the yeah, big square, though. 25th anniversary. Now, now you feel old. 
<laughs> so we have um I mean, everybody, you know, knew that they were going to come out with more information on the next Final, Final Fantasy remake. <laughs> yep. But not only did we sting and get, you know, stuff on their mobile game, which is going to have a beta uh, that's going to, you know, retail all, all kinds of aspects of the story. Um, we also, we also have a remake Kirk. of Crisis Core. Yeah, I was about to say, I was like, Crisis Core, man. Like Crisis Core is stinging awesome. And so it's great to have that back. And I mean, it was pretty much teased that, you know, we're going to get some story with Zach and Zach surviving that whole, you know, ordeal. It's kind of essential if you're you're re-releasing the whole Final Fantasy seven thing that you you do Crisis Core because it's essential to the not not the story overall, but it gives more context to the story of the characters. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like it's going to explain, you know, where's what happened with Zach. In the you, need more Zach. Yeah, you, need more, you need more Zach, though. <laughs> you need to find out exactly what's happening with Zach in the FF7 remake universe. And I mean, we could have just found out like you do in like FF7. But, you know, with him actually alive this time and something different panning out. But. Uh, we could, you know, see how it goes down in the remake universe. Like, how do events, how have the events been altered? So, I mean, you know, that that was also worth the wait, being able to find that. And a uh, little bit off the game topic and on to something near and dear to my heart. The... Uh, Toho announced that they have a Trigun announcement tomorrow. And I'm fairly confident that we might be getting that Trigun Maximum series that I've been hoping for forever, where they'll <laughs> actually adapt this manga correctly. Um, you, you hope, know, but then there's like, like a full metal, do a, like a full it's metal all, Alchemist Brotherhood. Uh, I'm not ruling. Really, I'm, I'm not live really, action. Try, try again. I'm, I'm not ruling out. Oh gosh, it, that, that, would be, that would be the worst. That would be the worst option. Uh, I like. I, I like to at least put it into your head that it might be that way. You you anticipate it, and you're like, no, no, don't well, be. The, the, other, the other option I was thinking was potentially another movie like they did last time, and just those another, are fun. I would take a Trigun movie. Another non-canon Trigun movie like they did last time. Yeah. Trigun Badlands, which wasn't you know a bad film, but the Trigun uh, Brotherhood sounds cool though. Well, it'd be called Trigun Maximum because that's know, what. But uh, yeah, but you know that's that's what I'm hoping for. And by the time this cast is already up, like I'm, I'm pretty sure that, it'll be you know, a thing I'm, by the time it's up. Yeah, because it's going to take me at least a day to get this done. Right, right. But you know, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you get to hear our hopes and our dreams. And, uh, Under the fist of Trigun. But um, it was well worth the wait to get the FF7 uh, announcement today. Yeah. The Dragon's Dogma we were expecting, but we just had to officially um, confirm well, it's it. That's a good thing we waited off on it. That way you could say, hey, Dragon's Dogma 2. Yeah. So, yeah, there, there is that. And I mean, so yeah. overall... Uh, f- favorite things out of the entire week for me. Uh, well, I, I should say weeks. Um, 
for me, uh, if I was putting together uh, top five, okay, um, I would say Street Fighter Six, Stormgate. Now, are these going in order from five, like the five to one? Um, I'm like, not gonna. I'm not gonna. So you're just gonna put it in like random order. It doesn't. Doesn't mean one's better than the other for you. It's just yeah, 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 yeah. Let's do that. that let's do that. I don't want to think. I don't want to takeaways. I don't. I don't. I don't want to read uh, anybody to read too much into this. And I, I feel like some of I'm these gonna, could like I'm really read into it anyways. Some of these could really switch <laughs> up in my head. But right now, like the top Street Fighter Six for sure. The next is. Um, it's a it's a toss up for me between Stormgate and the FF seven remake uh, Zach and um, uh, Crisis, Crisis Core. Core. Yeah, uh, I, I'd probably put Crisis Core above Stormgate because Stormgate hasn't been battle tested yet. And, and I'm gonna I didn't say Dragon's Dogma is on your list too. That was gonna be next. Yeah. Um. And then um, I don't know from what I've seen of RE4 Remake yet. I mean, potentially, I think RE4 Remake, if done correctly, is going to be better than this. But if I'm going strictly off of trailers and things we've seen, I'm going to say Callisto Protocol. Okay. Uh, For me, I'm going... Back into like PlayStation. Uh, I'm happy about getting more things from uh, Horizon, even though most of them are VR things. You know what? You know what? You know what? F Callisto Protocol. We're going Diablo 4. There you go. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That was going to be my next thing Diablo 4. Um, Final Fantasy, uh, Street Fighter, and uh, Overwatch. Okay. Just because I'm interested in how they're going to do a free play and without loot boxes, I'm just interested in the mechanics and how they're going to do. So other than that, yeah, pretty much that. And Dragon's Dogma, you know, because it's been a while. <laughs> um, now, during the Game Fest, they also had the trailer for the new One Piece game, but they didn't show us anything Odyssey. whatsoever. Odyssey, uh, like, which it was if all... it's anything like the last game, which was World Seeker. Yeah, but I mean, like, there was a lot of stuff prior we had seen for Odyssey in, like... Um, I was told that it's more World Seeker out of anything. It, yeah, it absolutely seems a lot like World Seeker. But which I, isn't I, bad, because I liked World Seekers, so... But uh, I, I, I feel like they didn't show us... They didn't show us like anything off the show. It was yeah. just literally announcing the Straw Hat crew that's in the game. And it's like, well, no, duh. No, like, everybody knows the Straw Hat crew. It's been like 20 something years. Yeah. <laughs> everybody knows these people. And I mean, they could preface it from say, uh, instead of saying like one of uh, a super popular manga, they could have just said no. the most the best selling manga of all time. Since we didn't talk about it, I am interested in Odyssey. And I want to get Odyssey. I oh, get I absolutely Odyssey. am. I'm just going yeah. off of like trailers. But they, didn't, they really didn't show you anything. Yeah, no. exactly. I'm just going off of trailers and what they showed me at the show. Yeah. Uh, now, well, like, well, you have Odyssey, which did they say it was 2022 or 2023? Uh, that's 
this year, I believe. For me, uh, they said like fourth quarter, like around like November, December, like around there. That's what I heard, but yeah, that's not always what it means. But uh, I mean, it could get moved, but I'm pretty sure they're pretty far along. I know World Seeker when it came out was moved around a lot. Uh, well, anyways, you got the uh, the One Piece Red movie coming out this summer too, so got good thing to go with it. <laughs> yeah, who knows? They might even have some uh, because World Seeker came out about the time of uh, uh, oh, what was the movie? It wasn't Strong World. Uh, it was the next one. Um, damn. Can't think of the name of the movie. Um, uh, it came out around the time of um, uh, Stampede. Stampede, but they had like DLC, uh, downloadable like skin pack for both of those. Yeah. So I I expect that the new game Odyssey will have a One Piece Red DLC pack for whatever they're wearing in that, and probably a Wano. And probably okay, Kali, if I had to make a guess. But I'm pretty sure that's that's that'll be included in that game. But I'm looking forward to that too. Definitely. I just hopped on YouTube and I I see they uh, 12 hours ago uh, they put up a, another trailer for Stormgate saying we intend to do RTSs the right way, and it's a 50 minute interview. And like <laughs> during the PC showcase, they were talking about so many different things about how they wanted to build this game from uh, leagues and different communities from like the college level to like locals and stuff to actual like big, uh, big event showcases for RTS players and like how they want to support the mod community and how a bunch of people on the team like came out of the mod community initially. So I hope that they can back up what they claim. I mean, yeah, like the PC showcase for me, like everything they showed for Stormgate looked fantastic. Now, if I was going off of what I had just seen during the um, uh, Summerfest, it wouldn't rank that high with me. Because in Summerfest, like we seen a trailer, a CG trailer, and it was like, uh, I don't know, like what this is or what's going on. Um, Like the narrative, like didn't really tell me too much. It was just seemed like this random story about like this lady finding some kind of high tech shield, getting attacked by some demon monster and having a mech come to help her. But yeah. I mean, then then right after they explained, this is going to be an Unreal Engine five built RTS, and it, and they announced like the devs behind it, and it's like, oh well, dang, okay, this could actually be potentially really cool. And like during the PC showcase, them explaining so much more of it, uh, I felt you know um, a lot more comfortable with it. Uh, but I mean, like if I'm going off of like what I've seen, like RE4, it has so much potential, but they haven't shown me anything yet that I need. And I mean, like, I feel like even if they had the first demo for the game go up and it only covers like the first hour of RE4, it's still not going to tell me what I need to know 
about like what direction it's going to go in. Like, what is it you're going to change with this? But well, uh, we got a the uh, shows are starting to wind down a bit, so I think uh, I think like we had two shows end so far this season, and the other ones they we had a calming and bookworm and yeah. So we got they're starting to wind down. That means the next cast will be having our end of season reviews in a couple of weeks. Yeah. And then the, the, we, we have, have a, a preview of the new season after that for the summer, which is a ton of uh, sequels. Which yeah. are, we're we're going to have to wait till a couple of cuckoos and Shikamori wind down. Um, Shikamori's well, are, had a few delays. Yeah, you had a. a Cuckoo's is two cores. So that, so that one takes that's the end of the summer kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. We're not gonna get it through it all the way, but it'll be the halfway more mark by the time Shikamori gets done, I think, because Shikamori or close to because Shikamori had two weeks of delay because from COVID. Yeah. Um at different times, no less. <laughs> like all I can see is the sentence of Bookworm had a really good ending for like the it's definitely teasing a, a, a fourth season so definitely a really good ending there they, they ended on a good note yeah definitely like uh that one out of the way and you know Kong Ming we'll talk about more with that but it was like a fantastic like a good ending for that one which We've got plenty of other stuff that's going to end in a couple weeks, but uh, we'll also like uh, talk a little bit on like uh, things that we've watched other than that. Like we watched uh, Nuku Nuku and we've been rewatching through uh, Tiger and Bunny's original season. Yeah, I I love both of those shows so much. So it's fun. (laughs) We're going through back through them. Got a the few, uh, few shows that aren't ending, like you said, a couple of cuckoos, uh, and uh, Shikamori is going to be a little bit late because of the uh, the COVID situations. And uh, Summertime Render is another two core series, so that one won't end. But uh, yeah, definitely have a lot of shows that we're going to be able to talk about, uh, for at least for the end of the <laughs> season. So, um, oh man. Yeah, we keep on just like briefly grazing over the actual like Summerfest portion of this. But um, (laughs) what did you think about (laughs) the um, whole Last of Us remake? Oh, grabbing for money. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, in a nutshell, that's kind of (laughs) how. At this point, it's like like they keep talking about it. It's like. Yeah, it was a thing. Yeah, I, I feel like. Do I need any more of it in my life? No, not really. No, I feel like they burned a whole lot of people with The Last of Us Two and like the um, the trailer uh, for it. Like, it's like, yeah, like some of the visuals are enhanced from the PS3 game that you remastered twice, but. Like that still kind of holds up, all right. So, 
doesn't look like $70 worth of improvement if you're, you know, just building this thing from the ground up again. Aren't they just doing like like phone companies do or just re-release the same thing, just slightly looks better? I mean, pretty much. I feel like they'll probably put like in some more changes. I feel <laughs> like they might put in some like new mechanics that they had in two. Like the the, be, the best thing I could say about The Last of Us 2, if anything, is that they made that game super accessible for literally everybody. Not that I think that I should recommend anybody to play it, but like if you are blind, if you are deaf, if you are left handed, if you uh, have color blindness, if you have... Um, uh, if you don't want to sting and do puzzles, if you want to just be directionally led, uh, it, like there is like stuff for every manner of handicap or uh, disability that you might ever, you know, deal with. And still there would be an option in some capacity for you to be able to play this game. So, I mean, I thought that was pretty cool that they had more accessibility features than literally anything ever. But I like that the, the first thing that they did was they helped out people that have no taste. See, yeah, they, 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 they did. That was <laughs> that was the first thing they did. That was the first, the very first on their list, unfortunately. Mm-hmm.